1: Slightly sexually compromising people. <laughs> <bit. laughs>
0: Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.
2: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. to the Hypothetical Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Jones, and my guests today are Josh Winnigan and James Acastle. Right, boys, tell me, tell me straight. Tell me honestly
1: <laughs> how are you? Alright, yeah. I thought that question was going to be more taxing, I'll be honest with you. Um yeah. I'm good actually, Rosie. I'm uh it's always nice to see you. You're a busy woman, so I only really get to see you in work situations. So yeah, it's a pleasure to spend I- some time with you.
2: I do shade that. Actually, that's just an excuse because (laughs) I really, really don't like hanging out with you. Right. This week, you'll be competing for the hypothetical prizes, which are... Of course, a broken segue three different types of egg, and a whole roller coaster.
1: Nice. Take it. Not bad. Take it.
2: They're, they're great prizes. I, I made them up, and I want to say that the three different types of egg are cream egg, nice. scotch egg,
0: nice. and
2: fabric egg.
1: Nice. They're the best. Yeah. They're the three best. Is there a veggie alternative to the scotch egg, please, Rosie?
2: No. No, <laughs> find your favourite meat eater and give them the cigar cake. Okay. Who is your favourite <laughs> meat eater?
1: Rick Stein. That was
2: quick. <laughs> yeah. hey, I
1: love Rick Stein and he eats meat.
2: So would you say you prefer Rick Stein to your wife and children?
1: Do I prefer Rick Stein to my wife and children? Do you know what? It's a closer run thing than I'd like to, uh, than I'd like to uh, consider.
2: <laughs> right. This week you'll be going head to head because I like it when you fight. <laughs> and if anything, I love a bit of aggression and I hope it gets punchy. Um, who will come up on top? Let's find out then this week what would you do? <laughs> Right. This week. <laughs> what? Until you're doing your series, it's howched. And you're yeah, I don't know at how many. Me.
1: Why do
2: you not have any respect for my work? Good point God, I
3: don't know how many serious hosts say Right before <laughs> they do their bit You keep, you keep going Right <laughs> Before every bit Before every bit you do You go right Alright
2: Alright we are bad We've had a bit of full name games Right, (laughs) guys, let's get on it. Right, (laughs) this week's challenge is to buy a coffee. Wow, easy, 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 wait. Wait, (laughs) wait, you've already got cocky, my fellas. Let me tell you the rules. You have both been shrunk down to three inches tall. Okay. And the only... Antidote is a cinnamon latte from your local coffee shop. Yep. You start at home having woken up in your bed and you must order the coffee, pay for the coffee... And drink some of their coffee. And only then, only then will you return to normal size. Okay. And you get bonus points if you manage to use a reusable cup.
1: Of course.
2: Right. Okay. James, you're looking very sad. So I'm <laughs> going to start with you. Little three inches tall, James A. Caster wakes up in his bed. What do you do?
3: This is tricky because I remember when we did this in the TV show, Richard Osman had it. And he said he was going to engineer some sort of ratatouille situation where he was going to. uh, And that, I think, is the best answer. Um,
2: But I'm going to have to
3: not do that. Copy Richard
1: No,
2: because
1: he's always going to have the best logical answer, isn't he? That's the thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: He knows what he's doing, that guy.
1: Go Um,
2: out into the world and be your own man.
3: Yeah,
1: that's very inspiring. Thank you. James has just got the... He's just replaced Richard Osman on Pointless as well, so that's an awkward thing for you to say, Rosie.
2: You know I could see you in that role. It's such a weirdo, be and a dance. You <laughs>
0: could
2: do that.
3: I mean, Josh could replace Alexander Armstrong. We could be the new face of Pointless oh, when those God, two yeah. decide to, to quite, move on. Quite happily. Osman's moved on, James. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I've been distracted by... I mean, there's been some bigger news. Uh,
2: (laughs) But you know what? I like Alexander Armstrong. I do. But if you find out your mate's leaving, wouldn't you leave? To, to no you i've bit, been waiting for the last sure. leg
1: for alex and adam to leave for 10 years mate so is rosie and, and let's yeah. not pretend that you're not waiting for that moment as well
3: rosie <laughs> well i'll tell you what then since osman clearly has more time on his hands now because he's just uh quick pointless what i'd do is i'd crawl over to my phone if, I, if i'm in bed my phone is right next to the Either, yeah. either I, it's right next to the bed where I can get it, or it's on the bed itself, and i have just fallen asleep with it next to yeah. the pillow. So I go. Over to Damning that. indictment of your um, of your phone usage. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I need I need to get on top of it, but thankfully it has really played into my hands now. <laughs> because I woke up three inches. I'm w- walking over to the phone. Um, you know, activating it. It's going to be a bit difficult. I guess I'm going to have to hop from number to number to key in my passcode face recognition probably won't work now my face no. is really tiny
2: so you don't need to tell me your passcode <laughs> but is it hoppable because a I'm point. thinking about mine and at yeah. one point I go from top right to bottom left
1: yeah, you're right, actually. So we know she's got a three and a seven in. That's good. She's trying to cover
3: it up, but we we all know how it's set out. Top right to bottom left. Uncrackable. Yeah. That was to thing about top right to bottom left. <laughs>
1: It'd be like doing one of those dance machines, wouldn't it? At the at the yeah. um,
3: like in the arcade. That, that,
1: that's how I
3: imagine James being in his basket. Yeah. I think I, think I could hop. I could hop mine. It's all one number. Uh, I won't say which one, but it's the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. on phone Osmond. Yeah.
2: Do you have his number? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so much doing well. <laughs> yeah, I'm a
3: mover and a shaker, Rosie. Uh I get a lot of these people. A network like James friends. has been texting him for ten years, saying "Quit pointless, yeah. you rich. Just give up." Yeah.
1: Um, oh no. I'd
3: phone him. I'd say, "What are you up to?" He'd be like, "Nothing." Quit pointless. I'm not to nothing now. Yeah. I'd say, "Right, I, I need you to come and pick me up from my, from my, my flat." Yeah. So then Osmond would come round, pick me up. Yeah. Drive me to the coffee shop. Would you not be surprised that you're three inches tall? Yeah. Well, Osman, everyone's small to him.
2: <laughs>
3: so it's OK. Like, he's everyone looks small. So it's just like, oh, James is smaller than usual. But, you know, everyone's, everyone's tiny little ants to him.
2: Honestly, if you rank him, would he answer?
3: I think so. I think he probably would, wouldn't he? Yeah. How?
2: <laughs> Have you ever him before? No,
3: only text.
2: <laughs>
1: he replies to text quite promptly. Yeah.
2: Right. So it's round at your house. He picks you up. You're on your adventure. Wait, pause. And I want to hear from Josh. Because he's still in bed.
1: Okay. So, um, my wife goes for coffee every morning. That's her thing. She goes to get coffee every morning. So, all I need to do is get in her pocket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like, when she wakes up, wouldn't she be like, Where, where's Josh?
1: Yeah, I think she would. But I, I also think even were I to go missing, she'd still want to go and get a coffee. <laughs> like, it's such a part of her routine. She'd, she'd phone the police, say my husband's missing, and then she'd go and get a coffee, I think.
2: Right. How, how would you jump into their pocket? Would you do it in the hallway in the bedroom?
1: I'd get in before she'd put on the clothing, I think. So the, find the clothing on the floor. You're taking a guess, but say you are just got to try and get the right clothing. Um, maybe she'd probably wear like a hoodie or something, so it's got one of those big front pockets. So that's actually easier to stow away yeah. in, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, do you, um, have all of your clothes just on the floor? I,
1: I, or, well, I, I don't want to be crass, Rosie, but possibly on the chaise long.
2: Oh!
1: Wow! Wow!
2: Wow! <laughs> one special friend of Osman, One at the chaise long. You've changed.
1: Yeah. You changed. Yeah. You got this. I'd like to be very
3: clear I haven't. I've always I've I've always been the kind of person that would have a chaise
1: long.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. L-
3: little little inside info, uh Richard Osman has a shade's very long. Oh
2: that's the kind of humour we're looking for. <laughs> oh don't he have a normal shade long and then call it a chaise short. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy! Comedy! <laughs> Comedy! <laughs> right! So, bad <back> to, <laughs> to James. James. You're yes. in the car, you with Archimand. Do you explain to him what you're doing?
3: No, I think I say to Osman, "We've got to get to the coffee shop because there's been a murder." And we go, "Oh, that's good. We've yeah. got to solve it, Osman. Yeah. Yeah. You and I yeah, have got to good. solve it.
1: Can I just say, when you're in the car, are you sitting in the seat with the seatbelt like, like, you're, like you're a normal size with the seatbelt across
3: you? I think I'm in the cup holder. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be like, there's been a murder. We've got to get to Costa or whatever, Cafe Nero, yep. or wherever we're going. Once we get there, I said we've got to question this barista. Yeah. So walk over there. Yeah. And here's the genius of doing it with Osman is that the barista would think, well, I can't tell if that man is massive or if that man is tiny. Like, yes. I oh guess God. God. it's like something's going on here. I don't want to ask. Yeah. I'll just, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I just won't mention it. I'm being questioned by these two people. They're, they're vastly different in size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and I would say, like, you know, where... We, we start questioning them. Like, really put the... front Because this person, if I'm like, I want to ask you where you were on the night of the 13th, and they're starting to think, oh, am I a suspect in a murder? And obviously, Osman yeah. is, like, looking at every single angle because he's... That's, that's how his brain works yeah. these days. He's thinking about murder yeah. mysteries. So he's really grilling the guy. Yeah. He's really going to town. And then I would say, during all the questioning, make me a cinnamon latte. What, what? Uh, and, and so... They're already, like, That's good. they're so flustered.
2: Well, yeah. They don't know what's going on.
3: No. And they no. think they're about to go to prisons. They've got to keep the these two detectives happy.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Take a sip of the latte, which I'd have maybe, I, mean, I don't know how I'd get up to the top of the latte, actually. Yeah. I'm three inches tall.
2: Dad, How do you mount a coffee cup? It's an age old question, Josh. So have you got to the coffee shop?
1: Yeah, because I think I'd be in the hoodie, yeah. and then I'd get to the coffee shop. I've stowed away. You've yeah, uh, witnessed like, like, the affair your wife's been having for years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you know, taking it in my stride. Um, and then I'd get to the coffee shop. Now we've got a new coffee shop in the area um and it's good mm. but it is expensive <sighs> so i'd get out of the hoodie and i think there'd be there's a, enough commotion over the prices every time someone has their bill racked up yeah that i don't that i think i'd be able to kind of go undercover and then i think it's as simple as just waiting it out until someone or i i don't know why you need to yourself order it <sighs> I mean, no rush to grow big. So I'll just hide until someone orders yeah. the caramel latte. Oh,
2: my God. And then we'll just steal it.
1: So what I do, I I think it's a very simple manoeuvre to get into the coffee. I would use a teaspoon on the edge of a saucer. I'd stand in the spoon bit of the teaspoon and then... I'd drop a sugar cube on the other end of the (laughs) teaspoon to create the old flip-up-into-it effect. And
2: then then I'd land
1: in the foam, and I'd slowly sink into the latte. Scorching yourself. Scorching myself.
2: Yeah.
1: But then hopefully I'd I'd grow as I was being scorched and pop out of the latte like the kind of the Incredible Hulk in a vest. I think I wouldn't say a word. I'd just get up, brush the latte off me and walk straight out. Say
3: hello to your wife on the way out the door? Yeah. Hello, dear.
2: <laughs> James, how are you drinking the coffee?
3: I'm getting the wooden stirrer, one of those yeah. wooden stirrers, and I'm using it to pole vote. Yeah. Oh, and, that's and good, it. yeah.
2: Oh, I am mean, That's a good way Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of skill going on here. <laughs> nah. So I want to give you a point. I think you are both massively overestimating your athleticism because have James, have you ever pole vaulted in your life?
3: No, I'm just realising that having someone on who's regularly attended, or at least I I know you've at least attended one Paralympics, is really playing against us now. Yeah. Because. (laughs) Like, you, you know that is Yes, things...
2: the fact that you come me and gone, you know what, I haven't pulled for to before, but sure, I'll give it a go. You know nothing.
3: <laughs> How easy does it look when you've seen it, when you've seen people do
2: it? It's hard. I mean... The core strength you need, I don't think you got that. You were fair. What? You don't.
1: A-Caster's pretty strong.
2: No, no core strength. Go and get a pole and try it out now. Also another problem with your idea is I 100% think if you rang Richard Osman he would look at it and go what been give me for and uh, I do think he would ignore you because if you ran me, I would never ever ever, ever apply. <laughs>
3: Can I just? I'm tempted to try it. Can I just say? I'm tempted to, to ring him now just to see if he would <laughs> li- pick up, and then it would Do it,
2: but... if you ring him now and he picks up, I will give him five points.
3: <laughs> oh God! I mean, I've not seen him since before that. <laughs> I, I, I saw him last time when I was on point with my dad. So why
1: don't you just phone him, James, and say? Just wanted to say. Well done on the pointless decision. I think
3: everything runs its course. I can't. I'd have to tell him why I'm ringing him. I can't make up a thing. Okay, I, I will try it if it yeah. will get me the point. Oh my
2: word. I'm quite nervous about this.
3: Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to try. It's ringing. Here we go. Oh. Hold on.
1: He's changed his number. He's changed his number.
3: Oh, no. Oh, no. It's not even making any noise. What's going
2: on? It's just nothing's happening. Oh! oh, oh. Ah! Let's
1: go. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of
0: rings.
1: Yeah. He silenced it. He <laughs> <You> silenced it. <laughs> it's over. No one answers after that many rings, do they? He hasn't got an answer phone. Is that. No. An Come on, mate. Why is, this, why is it still going?
3: <laughs> oh, this <gasps> could You can't do it. Oh, <laughs> dear me.
2: We now have the answer. If you ring Richard Dodgman, he will not reply. Because he <laughs> does not like you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. for that, yeah. you get one point. And Josh, I mean, it's a flawless plan. You got a wife, you got a sweatshirt. You're going to jump into the coffee. You're going to get five points, but then you're going to yes. go straight to a and with third-degree burns. Yeah, but yes. But <laughs> you committed to it. Well done.
3: Well done. Thanks, Rosie.
2: Um, How are you feeling about being rejected by Richard?
3: (laughs) Feels bad. And... Uh, are you, you, you going to send a follow-up text to explain why you were calling him? Are you going to wait for him to call you back? This is what I'm thinking now. Is, it, is he, is he going to text me going, did you ring me? And I'll be able to say, oh, it's to prove a point on a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've just got a text, but it's not from Richard Osman. It's from my agent saying, Rosie Jones's team have asked if you'd be available for Rosie to give you a quick one-minute call around 6pm on Tuesday. Not sure if Rosie... And James have each other's numbers. If they don't, please keep us posted on the best number for her to call. We will send over a release form for the call once locked. Thanks so much for all your help with this, Tash. So there you yeah. go. So that now I get to I get to reject a Rosie Jones Jones phone call. I get to completely this is this is amazing timing. I get to no. turn the tables and reply, no, she may not meet no. me on
1: Tuesday.
2: No. Right, shall we do another round? Yeah, why not? Yeah, boy! Now, the next round is not for a million quid. How much to enjoy the following. For the rest of your life, Whenever you give someone a gift, it had to be an eel. At all birthdays, Christmases, anniversaries, or any event where you normally give a gift, it must be a live eel, and you can't just not give people gifts. And when people ask you why you giving them an eel, you must give them a valuable reason.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, Hmm. That is tough. That is a big that is a big change to your life.
2: Yeah. Do good... you like kills? <laughs>
1: um not really. I don't like sea creatures in general. I find them a bit oh, scary.
2: They're I... like aliens.
1: Yeah, they are. They're from a different it's a different world, isn't it?
2: How are we meant to understand?
1: that world exactly
3: exactly. (laughs) yeah that's a good point Um. (laughs) how are we meant to understand that world (laughs) yeah
2: have we got any questions
3: how long does this go on for a year
2: for the rest of your life
3: the rest of my life is very hard because I know that I could get away with it with maybe friends or whoever but like Family birthday and Christmas presents, that's gonna get old with them very quickly. Oh god, yeah. You know, my parents do have a little pond in the garden, mm. but that's gonna get overrun over with eels pretty quickly. <laughs> um,
2: and you don't want to be the old guy.
1: I think it's it's very difficult. I think I think the the excuse I'm going with is that I've got a friend. Who works for charity, and these eels are being aggressively factory farmed and they're, they're being oh, freed
2: great.
1: and so I'm rehoming these eels yeah, yeah. and so that's love... that, that's the way I'd argue it we're giving an eel a great life because it wouldn't have had a good life the way it was being farmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but it would—I mean—that would get me through a year, max, wouldn't it? No one's, no one's um, buying that. Come year two, so no. then you're just putting a price on losing your relationship
3: with all of your loved yeah. ones. But does it just say an eel in the question? Does it just say you have to give them an eel? A live eel? I think a it
2: is. live eel.
3: Live. Oh,
2: yeah. So That's a difficult thing. How much would you do it? For?
3: It's a lot of money. I would. Yeah in the In the interest of like sustainable energy, yeah, yeah, I would somehow <laughs> I make sure it's an electric eel every time, yeah, and I would rig up some sort of system that means it basically ends up powering my parents' house, my family's house, so that every time I give them an electric eel, it's like a top up on their electricity yeah, yeah. bill, yeah, I'd maybe like. You know, rig a system around the house that's a bit like... You know, like hamsters go through those tubes. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, do the tubes all round the house, but fill them with water. So the eels are basically doing laps of the house yeah. all the time, frazzing <sighs> the water and and, and electrocuting it all. And then that powers the house. So that every time I give them a new eel, it's like I've topped up their electricity yeah. bill.
2: Yeah. I
1: mean, I, d- I don't know. The implication from James really is that his parents are the main people he buys presents for...
2: Yeah, what, James? Valentine's Day. Your girlfriend said No No You gotta give her something.
3: No, nothing. Every year.
2: Really?
3: She hates Valentine's Day more than I do. She's really opposed to it. I've really landed on my feet. Oh,
1: what about her birthday? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'd have to get her. Something. But she loves animals. She loves nature, actually. Yeah. Um, so I think, can I get away with that? I mean, this year I got her a very good birthday present. And I think that might buy me some time. Right. What did so you get like her this it, year, can you say? Trip to Disney World. Oh, that is good.
2: Oh, my God.
3: Florida or Paris. Florida. Oh, Oh,
2: now you've done that. You can just give her a life of eels and she wouldn't be bothered
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm fine. That's the If you associate the eel with a good memory, so if you set up something at Disney World where like there's an eel involved, then it's always like a callback to the, the lovely trip to Disney World. It's like our thing. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can put, like, mini mouses on,
3: on the, the eel. eel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a tie-in every time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good
2: to talk to me about money. How okay. much? All right,
1: I'm, I'm going big because it would ruin my life. Yeah. It's, I'm basically putting a cost on my relationship with my wife, children and family. <laughs> which I'd cost up at around £10 million. Oh, £10
2: million. Pounds. James, higher or lower?
3: I think I'd go higher, actually. I would, before Josh said that, I was thinking this is the rest of my life. I think realistically, if you ask me, I would say like £50 million or something. I would be like, there is yeah. no way I'm doing okay. it. But but, yeah. but
2: that's annoying because you had your eco plan. I
3: had the whole plan there. But...
2: I reckon you could have done it.
3: I really like giving <sighs> presents and I really like giving presents yeah, to my I family. And I yeah. think that it's a nice way of showing them that you care. Yeah. And I think and that you know very them. quickly yeah. they would be like, oh, James does not really... Care about us, I guess, and that putting the price yeah. on that is very hard. Yeah.
2: But Josh, well done. You've won the point.
1: Brilliant. So
2: Thanks, I mean, this episode has been so great because Josh, you've won with ten points, but you've lost your wife. <laughs> and kids, and you can walk into the sunset with Rick
1: Oh, yes, please. And there's a Padstow Sunset, sunset. yes, please.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And when you're um, walking away, you call... Richard Osmond, and you know what? I think he will pick up immediately.
1: Yeah, we won't be testing that.
2: (laughs) When I was ringing
3: him, Josh was so nervous he couldn't look at the screen. He took his glasses off and he looked wistfully out of his hotel window (laughs) because he couldn't, obviously trying to think of something else. Do you know what? When
1: I looked out the window, I saw Rich Osman walking along the street, get his phone out, look at it, shake <laughs> his head and put it back in his pocket.
2: I have never heard a phone ring for so long. <laughs> no. That's it. I'm done. I need to go. But well done Thanks, on Josh Rosa. for being... This week's winner. Yes!
1: First one. First done. one of one ever, Rosie. Thank you.
2: <laughs> no
1: way!
2: Well done! Thanks, and mate. You're th- a good pal. Thank you. I love you both. And I'm um, unfortunately, that's all we got time for. On this week's Hypothetical Podcast. And um, uh, well do Josh, you win all the hypothetical prize. Thank you so much. And um some more notes I don't know who and I don't care who But some more will be seeing you that she will goodbye. Hypothetical
1: The Podcast is a hat-trick production for Dave. All episodes of Hypothetical The TV Show are available on UK TV Play.
0: Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to nose around a comedian's house, take their stuff and see how much money you can make by selling it? No, that's a pretty niche thing, to be honest. Bit creepy, really. But that's the premise of Dave's brand new comedy podcast, Hard Sell, with me, Josh Jones, and me, Darren Harrier. We're going to travel the country, visiting the homes of different comedians,
1: chatting about their spending habits before grabbing one of their favourite possessions and giving ourselves one week to try and sell it for charity in a competition to see who can raise the most money.
0: It's a right laugh as we get to meet amazing, funny people like Kima Bob, Joel Domit, Ria Lena, Ivo Graham, Josh Pugh, and lots
1: more. But also sort of like an incredibly stressful cheese dream where we're trying to shift what are essentially stolen goods against the clock. <laughs>
0: it's bonkers. Hard sell with Josh Jones. And Darren Harrier. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.